0: Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the one-two to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a
1: home run. It's a home run! A two run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock.
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver studios, it's the T Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Love you, Ted. Uh, I missed you Saturday. I know.
2: But, yeah, I missed you, too. Missed you, too.
1: Uh, Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Omaha, Nebraska. Sing it, Waylon. Omaha. Oh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, June twenty first. Today the first day of summer.
2: Is that right, Draker? It's supposed to be. Or was it yesterday? Uh, the twenty first is supposed to be the first day of summer. Yes. Yeah, somewhere in here, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. What do you mean supposed to be? You think it's not going to be? That's what people say, but it feels like it's been summer for about two oh, weeks I in I Oklahoma. Got you.
1: I thought maybe you knew something about, like, no, you were going to no, change no, no. the rule no, today or something. Nope, a, nope, 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 Some nope. sort of a lunar adjustment or something like that. I didn't know. All right, June uh, 21, that's where we're at. Second day of your work week. Uh, I am in Omaha. This, is the, uh, this completes the week uh, up here today, uh, Draker. We got here last Wednesday, so this is day seven. Today will be day seven. In Omaha, Nebraska, as the Sooners have another off day today. They uh, get set to go at it again tomorrow, 1 o'clock, against either Texas A&M or Notre Dame. We will update you on the uh, goings-on here at the Men's College World Series coming up on the show today. We've got an NBA draft now two days away. The Stanley Cup continues. uh, And a lot of other stuff that we'll get into as we get your day going here on the second day of your work week. My man Drake Dyken back in studio with us all week. He's happy to do so. He's happy to get
2: up early right, and be on with us all week. Good morning, Draker. Good morning, T-Row. Good morning. You sound uh, tired still today. Draker, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody.
1: I sound tired today. Is that what you said? Yeah. What a slap in the face that is to a morning guy. That's right. Um, you know, if anything, I I just got too much rest last night. Like I, uh, I, uh, my, my family left yesterday and went back home. Oh, really? Yeah. They've been up here for the weekend and had to go back yesterday. They got work this week. And so, uh, I had, uh, I just crashed last night. Let me tell you about my day yesterday. Please do Go ahead. This is not going to be interesting. I'm going to warn you up front. I'll be the judge of that, but okay. So, I got up and did the morning radio show yesterday. Then I went back. Wait, Yes, that's correct. Went back and uh, helped the family pack up. And put them in the car and sent them on their way. And then uh, I went to practice. Practice? We talking about practice? I went to practice. Um, uh, uh, Eric Hollier was... Nice enough to give me a ride in his rental vehicle. So we went over and caught up with the team at practice. They were at the Bellevue East High School. And uh, some Sooner fans came out, watched them. A little, me, a little media came out, watched them yesterday. Got some good uh, batting cage chatter going, talking a little noise. You know how it goes. And um, and then came back to the hotel And had the option of going out last night to eat with some people or staying in. And I said, I'm pooped, man. I'm tired. I think I'm staying in tonight. And I stayed in. I watched the uh, Arkansas Ole Miss game and fell asleep abnormally early. And I think that's what you're getting the remnants of this morning is like uh, an abnormal amount of Monday night sleep for me. So I'm a little groggy getting going today. Now, the verdict. That was that an interesting
2: story or not? You were correct. That was in fact in no way interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my day yesterday.
1: And uh, here I am now. I present to you Tuesday morning. Ready ready to get after it. Ready? Maybe a little more aggressively today. Okay. I needed a day, Drake. Get did off you, my back. Did you uh, wake hard. up feeling
2: a little bit more dangerous it's- this morning? It's
1: hot here. It's it's hot everywhere I, right I've now. I've been going at it hard. I've been broadcasting games. I've been laying my voice on the line for the people. My family's been here. We've been souvenir shopping. We've been uh, socializing. We've been mingling. And I just needed a night to recharge the batteries, okay?
2: Whatever you say, t Okay? Okay. Fine. Jiminy Christmas. Goodness. Oh, you sound sensitive this morning, too. Condition to tired.
1: How? Jeez. Uh, how was your
2: Monday yesterday, Draker? How was your Juneteenth holiday yesterday? Uh, it was good. I left the station. Uh, one of the things that I'm doing with uh, my dog now, she's had separation anxiety for a while. Here we go, and, folks. Dog yep, story. Dog, dog story. Dog story coming. Uh, up. Go ahead. So we're working on that. I've got a dog trainer working with uh, Penny, so we felt. Separation anxiety? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now how do you know how does this uh,
1: present itself? How does this uh, manifest? Have
2: itself? a door frame that's uh, completely scratched <laughs> up whenever you come back home uh, mm-hmm. starts uh, crying and whimpering and shaking whenever you leave the house type of thing. So this mm-hmm. it, it, she's always had separation anxiety to this level. Uh, it just happened just a couple of weeks ago. So we're working on that. How do you know the door frame is the dog? Um, well,
1: I mean I guess Have technically you considered g- yeah, yeah. Go some ahead. sort of what, paranormal what's... activity? Um No. You got to think bigger sometimes, Drake. Yeah. You got to think bigger. Okay, no, go ahead. I, I, go I ahead am, with the rest I'm not of your considering fascinating any Monday. Yeah. You no, get no, no. your dogs getting an hey. anxiety treatment. Yeah.
2: I didn't promise yeah. that uh, any exciting uh, no, Monday. No. So far, at all. it's great. Yeah. No, this is great. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's it. What kind much. of
1: therapy do you put your dog through for
2: this? Uh, it's dog training actually. So, uh, there's a one of my friends actually runs a dog bathing business uh here locally and he recommended somebody and she came and worked with uh penny and she and what does she excellent. do
1: what is the uh do you uh, how do you how
2: do you prepare a dog for drake leaving it, and, uh, and it being okay with that it's it's kind of hard to explain but it's mostly it's uh techniques to try to it's it's kind of that uh, dog trainer philosophy stuff to where you have to like be the pack leader and stuff like that for your dog and kind of lead by example and walk your dog a particular way and uh, <laughs> let them in and out of uh, through a threshold a particular way and yeah so just kind of baby steps yesterday,
1: huh? And this will lead to when you leave to go on a trip, Penny going. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Well, just me leaving for the day. Oh, uh, no, okay. Yeah. Penny, going. You know what? Have a great day, Dad. Yeah. I'm not anxious anymore because
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know you're coming back. That's right. Okay. Someone shooting a TikTok by the way on the street at six o'clock in the morning How out about in that? front
2: of me right now. How about that? Here in Omaha. Yeah. Are they doing a dance or what's going on? Uh,
1: it seems to be some singing going on. A little bit, of, a little bit of singing and swaying and. Uh, Holding the phone at interesting angles. And it's like the uh, Allstate commercial. Could be that it's just a phone call, but it looks awful TikTok-ish to me. Like maybe they want a uh, sunrise TikTok in Omaha. I don't know. Uh, they certainly don't know that somebody's watching them right now from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. That was your Monday, huh? You had that- a little uh, dog training. You didn't yeah. do anything other than that.
2: Uh Everything uh, was fine at the watched, station. Yeah, everything was fine at the station. Just watched uh, the You're baseball. Watching any baseball? Yeah. Yep. Uh watched yeah. watch pretty much all of that uh old Miss Arkansas game. Um uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Watched Can I be honest with you about something? Yeah, be honest. I love the
1: Sooners and I am ecstatic mm-hmm. that they are 2 and 0 here in the College
2: World Series. However, however, we haven't had very many good games yet. No, there there have not been any close games, it seems like. Four runs is the closest game we've had
1: at the College World Series in the eight games that have been played. A four-run margin of victory is the closest we've had. Uh, Late-ending drama has been lacking so far here in Omaha. Uh, maybe today's the day, Drake. We've got two elimination games today. We're down to six teams. Stanford got sent back to uh, Palo Alto yesterday. Auburn knocked them out 6-2. to two. You mentioned the Ole Miss game last night. Ole Miss looks really good. They thumped Arkansas 13-5 last night. So we're down to six teams. Uh, Texas and Stanford are out. Uh, the six teams remaining... Am I right about this, Drake? The six teams remaining, OU, Notre Dame, no, Texas A&M hosted. Auburn, Arkansas, Auburn and Texas A&M are the only two teams remaining that even hosted a regional. How about that? Wow. Um, So today, two elimination games. You've got uh, OU side of the bracket at 1 o'clock today. You've got Texas A&M against Notre Dame. Loser marches, and at 6 o'clock tonight, Arkansas and Auburn. And by the end of the day today, we will be down to the final four. How about that? Maybe today, Drake, will be the day we get some late inning, ninth inning, extra innings, you know, walk-off, something like that. Get this thing spiced up a bit. How do you feel about Notre Dame A&M? Oh, Drake, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, You know, I don't know what, I don't know these teams deep enough to know what kind of pitching they have at at three. Uh, I think that Notre Dame is a much, much more buttoned down um, baseball team. Like, they are solid, defensively pitching. Uh, they're not going to give up anything free, and Texas A&M is kind of the opposite of that. Texas A&M is super talented, but every ball hit, you just like, uh-oh, this could be a circus. Uh, they are not a good defensive team at all. So I would give an edge just from that regard to Notre Dame. I think they're a more fundamentally sound team but again I don't know them well enough to know who their third starter is who A&M's third starter is I know Notre Dame did not use the Finley guy at all their best bullpen arm against OU lefty really good so I would imagine you know we'll see him a lot today to if they're you know they're in stay alive mode now So if he doesn't start, and I don't think he will, but if he doesn't start, I bet we see him a lot, and he's really good. um, But A&M's got a really good bullpen too. So I'm beating around the bush. Slight edge Notre Dame because they're the more fundamentally sound team. But what I'm rooting for, and Drake, what all Sooner fans should be rooting for, is just an eighteen inning, seven hour slog fest yep. of baseball in the heat. Yeah, that's what you should be rooting.
2: Both for. teams yeah. using double digit pitchers if possible. That's you have what to you
1: crawl want. back to the dugout right. at the end of the game because they're so exhausted. Yet. Yep, that's that's what we're rooting for today. All right, opening timeout. We are underway on a Tuesday in Omaha. I want to hear from you folks out there today, uh, whether you are listening across the state of Oklahoma, across these United States or around the world, you can call us, the Riverwind call-in line, 405-329-9000. We love it when you text, though. The text line is the engine of our show, the engine of our station. Air Comfort Solutions text line. We love communicating with you there. You can text us, 405-651-3439. Put it in your phone, save it. Anytime, myself, Drake, TJ... Teddy, Tyler, Steely, Chris Plank, anybody says anything of interest and you want to respond via the text, boom, you got it right there.
0: 405-651-3439. Underway on a Tuesday. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510.
2: Welcome back. Good Tuesday morning to all of you that are just now joining the show. This is the T Row in the morning show. Drake and Toby here with you today. All week it'll be myself and T Row. It's TJ's on his uh Grand Disney. How's cruise. it going? Uh the Disney vacation? Yeah, have we heard from the man? Have heard nothing, which is usually a good sign. <sighs> so Yeah. Haven't even seen a social media post, so hmm that makes me wonder if things are going poorly. It's possible.
1: No family post. Hey, things are great. I'm seasick. Nicky, yeah. First day on a. Oh, you taken a cruise before, right? Yes. First day can be rough. That's been my experience. I've only taken two cruises, so limited, uh, limited uh, uh, selection. What, what am I trying to say? Limited. Uh, Sample size. Yeah. Sample, Sample size. Sample size is yeah. what I was going for. Okay. But in both cruises that we've gone on, the first day's been rough. Just, you know, trying to get the old stomach and head in the same, you know, getting it on the on the bobbin dive. Uh on on the same page as the ship is.
2: The so same maybe, wavelength. There you go. There we go.
1: Maybe, uh maybe we're experiencing a little nauseousness yeah, oh, in the parody. A little bit house, of nausea.
2: Old, uh you know what? I hope not because Well of course I, I, Drake. I never I never want somebody to have a terrible vacation. But mm. TJ J's generally a pretty nauseous guy, so Oh is he? I'm he sure has he a he, old, he has a sensitive belly? Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. You should know this by now. Uh mm. this hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System with the Norman Regional Hospital, the Norman Health Plex and a number of specialized professionals Across the Norman Moore area, the Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line already getting lively here, t Let's get after it. Uh, isn't it interesting that football and basketball practices are sealed off and kept highly secret? Well, uh, basketball practices have not been sealed off and kept Go highly ahead. secret at the yeah. University of Oklahoma. but uh, However, baseball rolls out the red carpet and invites everyone. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well.
1: Okay. That's a good, that's a good text message. Uh, basketball practices are for the most part open. At the NCAA tournament, they close them. Now they have that. They'll have an open practice at the uh, arena where all the teams, you know, go back to back, whether it's the Final Four or a regional or whatever the case may be. They'll have an open practice and press conferences. But once they go to their sites, they're off off arena sites, high schools, local colleges, whatever, they'll lock the doors there. And um, I think it's kind of an NCAA-mandated locking of the doors. And they're working on, you know, what they're going to run offensively and defensively against an opponent. They're scouting, all that kind of stuff. Same for football. Usually when you go to a bowl game, Uh, They will allow you to come in for a half hour, take pictures, stretching, all that kind of stuff, and then kick you out and get down to uh, working on X's and O's and things like that. That doesn't really happen at a baseball practice. You're just taking BP and ground balls, you know. There's nothing secretive. There's nothing proprietary that is taking place at a baseball practice. Most of, hey, these guys like to ground the ball to second uh, we don't want them to know that. We know that. So let's, you know, uh, there's nothing going on of, of note at a baseball practice. It's just guys taking batting practice and ground balls. So so that's a little different about it. But, uh, yeah, and it, it is come one, come all. I mean, that's – hey, listen, they're, they're thrilled anybody would, what is interested. It is kind of cool that they've probably had more people at at some of their practices this week than they've had at some of their games this year um some of those midweek games where the weather wasn't great or whatever uh so it's cool they got media and fans and uh they're they're kind of rock stars around here right now which is pretty neat for them i'm happy for them.
2: uh has caden helms uh, been giving the baseball team a tour of omaha
1: <laughs> i haven't seen i haven't seen caden up here <laughs> maybe
2: uh, not that i'm aware of that's kind of funny though uh, next up, Air Comfort Solutions Text line. T did you buy any Longhorn shirts at discount prices yesterday? <laughs> I did not. I did not. I did not.
1: I was very proud of my wife though for posting that uh that shot on her Instagram.
2: That was uh <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Uh next up, good morning guys. Would like to I I, I would like to hear both of your opinions of who you'd rather face smart, I guess or Irish. Kinda talked about that. Go last segment um i mean like you said uh notre dame's probably more complete team they were i think number 10 in the NCAA and team ERA entering the tournament um so that's not really a true test to how much depth they have in uh their bullpen and as far as pitching and everything going into uh the rest of the week but um they have looked like a more complete team, and they have been the hotter team coming into Omaha. So I guess A&M, from that perspective, is the team that I'd prefer. But um, OU's playing so well. Um, you've got two chances. I mean, either one of them. You've beaten both of these teams already. So,
1: Have you always hated the Catholics, or is this something new for you,
2: Drake, that uh, you've just <laughs> developed in recent days? Uh, it was something in the last uh, 15 seconds, apparently. So. <laughs> So your answer was you would rather face A and M. I think that uh, Notre Dame is probably playing better baseball right now than A and M. Um, so that's kind of my cop out answer. So
1: I think A and M. Yeah, I, I'm going to say the exact same thing I did in the first segment in a different way. I think A and M is the more dynamic team. Okay, uh, they are more capable of putting more 15 explosive. runs on the board. Explosive, yes. Probably more uh, recruitable or, or or draftable stars on the A and M team, but they but they're loose. They 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 will kick it around. They are not as fundamentally sound as Notre Dame is. Notre, even in that win, OU got uh Sunday night. It was six to two. I mean, they only gave up six runs. Yeah. Um, they just couldn't score on Kate Horton. So I, I think I, I six of one, half a dozen of another. If you if you're looking at which team could beat you twice, because that's what they're gonna have to do. Um my guess is A and M's talent runs deeper in the pitching staff. It's an SEC team, all that kind of stuff. My guess is their their talent runs deeper, but uh I'm not sure they could put together well, I, I like Notre Dame's chances better than A and M's chances of beating OU back to back. I think so. I think the answer's A and M, but I'm, we're splitting hairs here. I don't think it really matters. It's uh, it, I would much rather see Aggie fans out. Just from a forget OU perspective, who would you rather? Right. You know, stay in the tournament. Which fan base Notre do you Dame. want
2: to be a more miserable? A&M. Yeah,
1: I, I would be perfectly happy plus, to see A&M pack up their bags today and head home.
2: Plus, A&M, even if they lose today, they still have great facilities, T-Row.
1: Well, that's the thing. They go home to great facilities. That's right. And uh, there's no way Notre Dame has the facilities A&M has. <laughs> so you got to factor that into the equation somewhere. How about one more, Drake? You can, give me one more before we go to break. The uh,
2: Last one here. This is Dallas Bill checking in. Says, if they are still tiktok talking you should open your window and ask what they are doing and ask if uh, you can be in the video as well.
1: So, funny story. I, I'm uh, I'm outside the team room here. No no ability to open windows. However, yes, uh, Sunday night, uh, Tyler McComas asked me to shoot one of those uh, Sooners in 60 videos at the game. Hey, if you got time, can you shoot a little preview of the game? So uh, I walked around. The game before us was going on. Who who was the early game Sunday, Drake? It would have been uh, – uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was watching the early game Sunday, and uh, it's in the latter stages. And so I, I leave the booth. I go down to the concourse. It's packed, so I noticed that in the outfield there aren't as many people. So I was like, all right, I'm going to walk around to the outfield. There I can find
2: – <clears throat> just a second. Texas, Texas A&M, by the way, was the early Need game. to take a drink or fast. You're good. Uh, um, Texas, Texas
1: A&M. Yeah, that's right. Um, I walk around to the outfield, and I find a place where there's not as many people around, and I shoot my video. You know, I'm facing the camera toward me, uh, shooting my little Sooners in 60 video, and I get done, and when I get done, uh, the ladies in the concession stand – behind where I'm shooting there, like in in front of me, but in the background, they they yell at me, hey, hey. And I'm like looking around, and I'm like, me? And they go, yeah. Can we be in your TikTok? They <laughs> 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 thought I was shooting a TikTok. <laughs> you definitely I fit said, the uh, TikTok demographic, <laughs> you wrote, I so. said, not shooting a TikTok. And uh, that's funny, though. And they started laughing, so, yeah. Uh, that's funny you bring that up. All right, we'll need a break. 6.34 Central Time Zone in the morning. Toby and Drake with you. We'll be back here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, right after this.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
1: All right, uh, Toby and Drake back with you. I'm in Omaha. Sooner's uh, another off day today. They sit back and watch (coughs) – excuse me, I'm struggling this morning, Drake. They watch two more teams get knocked out today. By the end of the day today, we'll be down to four. Final four, semifinals on Wednesday. OU against either Texas A&M or Notre Dame. I want to play a, a piece of audio here for you. It is from Butch Thompson, who is the Auburn head coach. Auburn stayed alive with a win yesterday over Stanford, 6-2. to And uh, they were aggressive and uh, rolled the dice a couple of times, gambled a little bit yesterday. And he was asked about it after the game.
3: Yeah, we're just at a stage. You know, that was – I think we traveled a bunch, you know, 5,000 miles. And, whew, quick turnaround for us, and I just – I just wanted to get our feet back underneath us. But more importantly, I, I want us to – man, if you leave here, I, my job is to keep a, a group of players and coaches to leave with no regrets. Just let it, let it hang out. What are we going to do, screw something up or make a mistake? And I just – I want them to attack as much as they can. I think Dan Gable, I said it, attack three times. He wouldn't say it once. Dan Gable go attack, attack, attack. And I just – I want them to go out that way. And it's not always going to be perfect, but I just don't want to sit there for nine innings and us just have it bats and and uh, so that's why I'm trying to make a deal out of that. I kind of asked for it, so anything that looks dumb, it's always my fault anyway. So I might as well go ahead and call it out and and uh, get them stirred up a little bit. And I, I do. I think the fifth inning led to a chance in the sixth. Okay. Yeah. Uh- I was watching Oklahoma last night, and they make the first in the third out at third base, and everybody's. Throwing, throwing trash at them. And I'm like, That's, they're right where they need to be. They're playing, they're attacking, and they're going for it. And I thought that helped us work into creating the sixth inning. And then uh, Cole Foster had a big hit for us and uh, has been struggling just, just health-wise to stay on the field and was a big, big hit for us. But uh, uh, thankful to get a win and look forward to competing again tomorrow.
1: Uh, I wanted to play that uh, just to circle back, not to beat a dead horse, but to circle back to the conversation Yesterday, I, I <laughs> it was funny at practice yesterday, Drake, uh, everybody was giving Hook a hard time about, I, I, well, I showed up at practice, I was like, I can't believe you're here, you're still employed? You haven't been, uh, I, I assumed you would have been fired uh, this morning. <laughs> and Reggie Willits was uh, giving him a hard time at practice yesterday. Uh, somebody would get a hit and he'd say that would be at least a double. You'd probably get thrown out trying for three. I'm sure Hook would uh, get you thrown out. He was giving him a hard time. The uh, fact of the matter is neither of those plays at third base was Clay Van Hook's uh, fault. Um, Other than him getting hit by the ball, (laughs) which I don't think he could have avoided. But uh, they were acts of aggression. And There are a lot of people that I think are – and I'm not trying to be rude here. I'm just being factual. There are a lot of people who are new to OU baseball here in the postseason who just don't know the way they play. And it would be the equivalent of tuning in to watch Billy Tubbs' team play basketball in the NCAA tournament for the first time and saying, boy, they should really walk it up the court and take some time. You know, that's not what they do. This is not the style of – basketball this team plays it'd be like uh uh you know watching an air raid football team for the first time in the college football playoff and saying they should they should try to hand the ball off more and, and quit throwing it so much this team is ultra ultra aggressive to a fault and it's the reason they're here and more specifically if if i ha he doesn't need me to defend him but there's a chance OU's not here if not for one of the great sins I've ever seen, send, S-E-N-D-S, sins I've ever seen in Blacksburg when in game one, it's a one-run game, they win it five to four, one-run difference, on a single with uh, uh, Brett Squires at first base, a single in the left field. Brett Squires scored because Clay Van Hook sent him. Ultra aggressive. Squires went first to third, and the throw came into second base, and it was a little bit of a lollipop. And Hook read the throw and sent Squires and shocked Virginia Tech, and they fumbled the ball at second base, ended up throwing in late, and he scored. And it was the difference in the game. And that's the way they play. That's the way they coach. Any opportunity on a dirt ball, they're always going first to third. Just to talk to those two plays specifically, on a game, ou oh, you won 6-2, mind you. But those two plays in whatever inning it was, Sebastian Orduno lead off double into the corner. The ball is in the left field corner. It is in front of him the whole way. That is entirely the player's read. Entirely. At no point does the runner turn his head and look at his third base coach with the ball in front of him in the left field corner. If he thinks he can get to third on this team, no matter how many outs there are, it it is his prerogative. Now, he didn't get there. So, obviously, he made a mistake. However, it took a perfect relay from Notre Dame to get him out, and when he got back to the dugout, he got fist bumps all around from the coaching staff and everybody. Had he stayed at second, maybe they get him in, maybe that would have been the right play there. Had nothing to do with Clay Van Hook. The second play also had nothing to do with Clay Van Hook other than him getting hit by the ball. John Spikerman, who can fly, is on first base, Peyton Graham singles to right. Spikerman is always going to go first to third on a base hit to right field. Always. And 99% of the time, he's going to make it. It happened to be this time the ball was hit on a rope. The the right fielder has a cannon. He <coughs> gunned him out or was going to be out. And then the zaniness took place after that. The ball bounced out, hit hook. Nobody knew where the ball was. And he got tagged out. But – um I liked. I wanted to play that because Butch Thompson, you know, unprovoked referred to it after the Auburn game where he was like, I was watching the Oklahoma game, and I was like, that's how we've got to play. They just got thrown out a couple of times, but they were on the front foot. They were the aggressor, and that's, that has not been Oklahoma's style in recent years. If you've been an OU baseball fan, That has been Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. Anytime you play those teams, you always feel like you're backpedaling. You're on the defense. They're always pushing the envelope and the aggressor. And Oklahoma hasn't been. And this year they have taken on the personality of Reggie Willits and said, we're coming at you. you. You better be ready. You better be on your P's and Q's. Because we're coming at you. We're going to try to steal bases. We're going to take extra bases. We're running on every dirt ball. We are going. We don't care about making first outs, third outs at third base. We're sending guys at third on shallow fly balls to the outfield. Sometimes it seems reckless, but this is college baseball. And guys do not execute as well in college baseball as they do in the pros. They're just not as good. And Oklahoma forces them to execute difficult things. And way more times than not, it has paid off for them. It paid off for them uh, in that win over Notre Dame on the uh, squeeze play when they scored two runs and ended up with Wallace Clark at third base who also came home in that inning. They were aggressive. They pushed the, They scored Jimmy Crooks from second base uh, on that play. So... Um, Anyway, I just wanted to play that Butch Thompson sound because I thought it underlined, highlighted, italicized a little bit of what we were talking about stylistically what the OU baseball team does. You're going to see it again tomorrow, folks. Uh, If you're uncomfortable with it, don't watch because you're going to see it again tomorrow. They are – that is why they are here. They are the most aggressive. They are Billy Tubbs basketball on grass, Drake. That's the way this OU baseball team plays. And they're not going to get conservative now just to make you feel better about it. So we'll take a break. We are live in Omaha, Nebraska. It is a
0: Tuesday morning. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24 7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405 651 3439.
2: The Norman Regional Health System. That's who brings you this hour of the T-Row of the Morning Show. Final segment of this hour one on a Tuesday. First day of summer for those of you that are just waking up. This hour of the T-Row of the Morning Show. Once again, brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System with many, many specialized professionals across the Norman Moore area. Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, let's see here, T-Row, by the way, you got somebody, uh, very fired up off, off the air, uh, oh, yeah? about getting thrown out at third. So, um, for what me mean, off the air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I, you I mean am very much in to talk to you, but don't, didn't necessarily want to interrupt your, oh. uh, your kind of. Uh, diatribe rant. Segment? What would you want to uh, oh. call it? I,
1: I didn't think I was diatribing on okay. anything. I yeah, think I was no, just no. talking. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um so, but, but didn't they didn't want to interrupt your spiel. You say. How about that? Your spiel. Okay. Um, yeah, I, for me, it's more so. I'd rather have to rein guys in than have to push them to go be more aggressive out there so that give me the crux of what the uh unknown just person i mean it's say. it's the it's a cardinal sin to be thrown out at third and you just don't ever do it it costs him a run and that's i mean just the same thing that we've heard the last couple days so um <laughs> i guess it just doesn't matter how many times we explain it they're just going to disagree so that's fine yeah, yeah yeah he said i don't care how aggressive you are you just don't get it thrown out at third so i mean which at that point there's just not going to be any common ground. Um, yeah. Air comfort solutions. Agree to disagree, my right. friend. Uh, does Bennett throw if OU faces Notre Dame? No, not tomorrow.
1: Uh, you will not see Jake Bennett tomorrow. The earliest you would see him again is Thursday. Yep. Maybe. If OU were to lose Wednesday and had an elimination game Thursday, maybe I I you know, ideally if you win Wednesday, you're set up golden for a championship series. Then you've got Jake Bennett in game 1, Kate Horton in game 2, you know, David Sandlin in game 3, you're golden. If you lose tomorrow, then you've got a decision to make for Thursday. You could bring Jake Bennett back. He would have had enough rest. He would be one day short of a week. Uh, He pitched on Friday the week before. This would be a Thursday start. But it would be enough rest that you could start him. However, you would burn him for, you know, at least uh, games one and two for the championship series. Perhaps you could think about bringing him back for game three on a significantly short rest, but I don't even know about that. Um, or you could you could throw somebody else, a Chas Martinez or a, um, a Carson Atwood or even a Trevin Michael, and say we're rolling the dice. We're going to save Big Jake for uh, the championship series, and we're going to try to get a win in these two games without him. Somehow, some way, we're going to get a win without him, so that we are better set up to win the national championship if we get there. So um, I think it's a fascinating decision that would face Skip if they do not win tomorrow. It's a big game tomorrow. I know they got uh, two opportunities to get a win, but for their national championship hopes, it is important, I think, that they win tomorrow, Drake, because it makes it a much better position for them pitching-wise going into the championship series if they do.
2: Completely agree. I mean, the the yeah. the best thing that you can do for yourself is to win tomorrow. Like you said, you've got your ace of your staff, one of the better pitchers left in the College World Series at this point, going for you in Game One on Saturday. Um, be able to have, uh, Cade go Game Two, like you said, and Sandlin in San Three. I mean, if if that's necessary. So yeah, completely, a hundred percent agree.
1: Um, and to the to the person that uh called in to chat with you off the air. My guess is they're a Major League Baseball fan. My guess is that they watch a lot of Major League Baseball and not a lot of college baseball. And that's a completely different animal. And the whole getting thrown out at first and our third base with making the first or third out, that's an old adage. I get that. But welcome to the world of college baseball where things don't always go perfectly. Feel free to call in and, and have a conversation with me and not be scared. We'll take a break. Back after this.
0: Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.